Around Joe podcast, where we believe that personal fitness is the key to living a healthy, happy, and productive life. On this episode of the All Around Joe podcast, guys, I am incredibly excited to have Sean from Ecos here. And in this podcast, you're going to learn how using visualization can help you take massive leaps forward in your exercise, CrossFit, swimming, golfing, whatever training it is that you're doing. If this product or this technology can help you to make massive improvements. And I've seen it in my own training, and I wanted to get Sean on here to explain what it is, how it works, his history. I mean, the, the athletes that, have, that are using this technology and the Ecos product are, you know, best in the world type athletes. So you're going to love listening to this. If you're techie at all, you will love geeking out on the technology. Um, and if you just want improvements, it will be an interesting podcast for you as well. You can get all the show notes for this podcast at allaroundjoe.com slash 66. That's allaroundjoe.com slash 66. Enjoy the podcast. Hey guys, I have an awesome podcast for you today. I am so excited to introduce you to Sean with Ecos. And I'm just going to let Sean tell us exactly what this is, what his story is, and introduce himself so that you can hear it from the horse's mouth. So, Sean, welcome. Thanks for having, or thanks for coming on the show. And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, um, as you said, I'm, I'm, I founded Ecos. I'm the CEO of that company. We've been doing that for a little over four years. And uh, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. But originally, uh, I came from the, the swimming world. I was a swimming coach and ended up coaching for the U.S. Olympic team in 2008 and head coach of the world championship team in 2009. And while I was coaching those athletes, I actually invented the process that we use that's turned into Ecos, the company. Very cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, you didn't know that? <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's very true. <laughs> that's well, awesome. Well, you know I worked with Ash, so oh. you got that part. So yep. that, that's where it came from. Yeah, yeah. Ash is one of our coaches here at Stoneway CrossFit, so that's how this connection is. Yeah has evolved so yep. cool tell us more about you know even more about you and then more about the product sure as well. sure you know so i was coach for a long time and really got into coaching because like a lot of us it wasn't really because of uh i had any i mean i was a swimmer i swam in college but uh i, I really liked teaching and i kind of came out of this or got into coaching by accident and really realized that i liked as i say helping people do things they didn't think they could do sure and that's what I get excited about. And, and swimming for me for a long time, that was just the arena that you know, I got to do that with. Right. right? And, and you, you live it every day, so you know what I'm talking about. Sure, absolutely. And I'm, I'm sure the stories, even like Ash, people come through and their life changes. I mean, yeah. what's, what's better than that? Not right? much. Not much. <laughs> and, and kind of this evolution that's turned into now a, a technology company that I started, uh, I see us doing that on a bigger scale. Right. But in the process of... Uh, trying to help my athletes, like I said, you know, high-level athletes, and did some work in fluid mechanics yep. um, to really understand how people went fast. Okay. And we got published in the Annual Review of Fluid Mechanics. You know, coming, I, was, I had a history literature background, so that was a big deal, but really learned what made people fast. Okay. And when I came out of that, I realized how the, the, the technical aspect is more important than just about anything. You know, people think this mythical talent or... Of course, you have to be strong, but everybody's strong. Everybody's in shape. Sure. But if you don't do it right, you know, the, the people like Michael Phelps are technically as good or better than anybody they compete against. Right. And when you look around at, at any kind of gym work, at 
at any great basketball player, any great golfer, it's the same thing. Sure, sure. And I'm sitting there as the coach, and I said to myself, well, teaching is my job. And if the difference between being number 50 in the world and being number five in the world is technical, then it's my fault. <laughs> there you go. I mean, and there was a really, it's a true moment. It was like a painful moment of realization and saying, well, I'm the one who's charged with their dreams. Right. And I'm the weak link here, right? Yep. And so I just, not really aiming for anything, decided to, uh, and I started learning about the brain and about the nervous system and, you know, just trying to figure out, is there a better way to teach? And that was really the goal. And um, had an idea one day and uh, made a prototype after about a day and a half. And uh, we went out and tried it with my athletes, and it worked right away. And uh, we actually used it as a secret weapon for my athletes for, you know, two, three years. And we ended up breaking some world records and winning some Olympic and world championship medals and things like that. And won a national champion, team championship. Wow. Uh, I mean, we were already pretty good, but it, it accelerated. Sure. Um, and I, I had had an entrepreneurial background, and I kind of said, you know, all this stuff that I had been reading was from stroke rehabilitation research. Oh, interesting. So I knew that this wasn't just a swimming thing, even though I hadn't tried it. Yeah. I said, okay, well, this is potentially a way to scale out what I enjoy about teaching, mm-hmm. giving people an opportunity to surprise themselves is kind of how yeah. the easy way to turn it, right? Sure, yeah. And uh, so we started the company, having no idea how hard it would be, and that I was completely, <laughs> in the beginning, ill-equipped to have anything to do with a technology company. But we sailed the ships and, mm-hmm. and have done some really cool things since then. Well, it seems like you're coming from the right place, and that's, you know, that driving force can take you so far. It has to. You know? If I started this just as a product company, we would have died four years ago. Right, yeah. You know I mean, it's just... You have to have, I mean, like anything, right? You, you, you have a reason to do it, and it can kind of get you through <laughs> pretty far. Oh, yeah. You can or run, really far. run through walls. No, absolutely. absolutely. And I'm, I'm sure, I mean, you, I'm, you, know, you, you have your own story about the same thing. Sure. You know, that's why you're here. Yep. Right? yep. And, and it's just a manifestation of it, right? <laughs> yes, for sure. And even while you're giving this podcast, right? Oh, it's yeah, absolutely. Same, same so kind of inspiration. How did you get started in this? Uh, so one of my driving goals is to, well, I, let me step back. I, I was in college and I learned that the, in the United States, 60% of the population is overweight or obese. And I was like, okay, there's something wrong with that because really wrong. the only reason that that is the case for most people is just a lack of knowledge. They don't know what they should be doing. Very true. So if it's my, you know, goal, my charging drive in order to give people the knowledge so that we can take that number down. And, you know, it it turns into CrossFit, turns into, you know, talking with people like you, they can get better at CrossFit, which will turn into people getting better faster, they'll get more excited. And if that happens, then we'll take that number down, right? So it all comes back to that. So when I, I, you know, the thing that really, I mean, I knew of CrossFit, Mm -hmm. Uh, what really got me to understand the power of it was our friend Ash. Sure. And I've worked with Ash for years. Uh, I mean, he was coached with me when I was at the Olympics and, and before. Yeah. And he was always, uh, even though he was an athlete, a swimmer, he was never really fit. And he tells the story. He's got, you guys filmed him. It was a great story. Oh, his yeah. transformation. But how he had kids and he was overweight and he saw this not great future. Sure. And had never been really fit. And, and that gave him enough of a reason. Yeah. But when I saw that, I was kind of like, wait a minute. There's something really interesting here. Mm-hmm. And 
what one of the things that that uh, I said by accident in a podcast I gave about a year ago that I really was like, man, that's probably the coolest thing I ever said. But it fits with the CrossFit world. Mm-hmm. Is you know people talk about um, trying to get it right. People are amazed by like child prodigy. Yeah. But what is cool to me is adult prodigy. Yeah. Sure. Because you, you're making an active decision uh-huh. to completely change and learn everything along the way. So Rewire it. Rewire everything. <laughs> so in a lot of ways, it's a lot harder. And I, and I see just the people you get. I mean, I'm sure many of them are ex-athletes. Yep. Uh, but some people have never done anything mm-hmm. other than their gym class, their terrible gym class in high school. Yeah. Uh, that probably turns more people off than on. I mean, the intent's probably good. but Oh, yeah, yeah. The practical aspect is, is not good, as mm-hmm. we know. Right. Um, but I, that that's that was kind of my introduction and in understanding the CrossFit world. Yeah, and I think that I mean, that what an awesome example. Sure. Yeah. I mean, if the, for those of you listening, Ash is now this. How old is Ash these days? Forty. Forty. So Ash is forty, and this oh, he's, guy is he's thirty. Yeah, <laughs> he's the new thirty. He's the new thirty. Um, <laughs> and this, Ash is just a complete. I mean, you wouldn't based off the pictures. From him a few years back, you wouldn't even recognize him. I mean, you don't he, recognize him. he is now a, a lean, mean, strong, you know, guy that you look at and you're like, that's an athlete. Like, whoa, that guy is in shape. Yeah, you he know? looked like he, he he went to Penn State. He looked like he played football there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's not huge. Yeah. I mean, he's not skinny either, but he's, right. he's not overly big. But, but uh, I mean, he just looks like an athlete. Yeah. And when he first started... Working with us, it was probably 13, 12, 13 years ago. He was, you wouldn't have said this guy's an athlete, probably ever. Really? And it's amazing. Yeah. Amazing transformation. So yeah. I think that's, that's an incredible testament to the whole organization. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And I'll make sure and post some of those pictures of Ash up on the, uh, the show notes here. So He's going to be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> he shouldn't be, though. He should be proud. No, I know he, he is proud. He he is should, proud. Yeah, he's a, he's a great guy, great athlete, great friend. So, Ash, we love you, man. Um, but let's get back to what you've developed and how it can help people that are listening get better at CrossFit, at swimming at you know, wherever they are in their walk of life right now, because I feel like it's so applicable to so many different things. You just have to pinpoint it, but absolutely. So, uh, the, the, the quick and, and dirty explanation uh, it is a, a, a remote tool, so it goes through your phone, mm-hmm. uh, and you can use a, a VR device. We have an inexpensive one that's about a little over forty dollars through our website, but you could use any other one out there. Or we just we wanted to have an easy, inexpensive tool for people to try it out, so they're not shelling out three hundred bucks. Sure, right? But you could use your phone as well. It's better with the VR device, just because you're more immersed and focused. Yep, and that's but, the one that I have. I have the one that absolutely from Sean. And and uh, but it's essentially it's an audio visual experience. And uh, you, you, the audio calms and focuses your brain. It's brain science. We didn't invent that. We just applied it a different way. Sure. And it's frequencies. And people usually kind of glaze over when I say that yeah. the first time, unless they have some kind of background in it. Uh, but the, without explaining the science of it, I just give an example that we live with frequency affecting our brain our whole life mm-hmm. in the alarm that wakes you up in the morning or the ambulance that gets you to move out of the way. Those frequencies agitate your brain. Right. right. And we're on a different end of the spectrum where it focuses and relaxes your brain. So it helps you kind of you know, be more engaged. Yep. And then the visual is a slowed down version of what you want to learn. Okay. Um, so, and you see it 30 times. So if you were 
learning a, a certain swimming stroke or a certain lift or a certain basketball shot, whatever it is, uh, you just are exposed to this audiovisual 30 times and you just sit there passively. And what, it, what happens is it's kind of like a brain hack. It tricks your brain into thinking what you're seeing is you. Interesting. And so they've known for over 30 years that if you visualize, uh, like if I visualize swimming, my nervous system will fire in the pattern that I'm swimming. We've known sure. that for a long time. Yeah. Doesn't know, doesn't do you any good if you don't have a good firing pattern, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what we're doing is activating, externally activating that visualization system. Okay. So we're we're tricking your brain, like I said, into thinking what it's seeing is you. So it 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 fires in the pattern of what it's seeing, and gotcha. it's something called the world of uh, neuroplasticity and, and mirror neurons. Okay. And uh, and I'll get out of the science in a sec, but my <laughs> my favorite neuroscientist who has some great TED talks, his name is Dr. Ramachandran. Uh, says something like, the only reason my brain knows the difference between what I'm doing and what you're doing are the receptors in my skin. Hmm. So that's how powerful our mirroring capability is. Like if you're around little kids, you know, they copy everything. We're wired to copy. Right. Like 15 to 20% of the neurons in our brain are copying mechanisms. So we're just basically created an environment of stacking a bunch of different strategies where we hacked a way to get your brain to copy. And uh, it's worked, like I, I think I said before we started recording, that it, it was, uh, uh, I, I pulled a lot of the pieces from stroke rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. And uh, I may have said that or not, I can't recall. But so I knew it was applicable to a lot of different stuff. If you have a, 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 a damaged brain, you know, if, if you can fix things like that, then it, it's for a healthy brain, of course it should work. Sure. And we, as we were building the company, we went through a series of steps to get to where we are now, but ended up working with a bunch of different sports, just about any, anything you could think of, uh, highest levels, lowest levels, people uh, helping people recover with stroke, with cerebral palsy, with uh, you know, kind of geriatric degradation and, and things of that nature and other neurological deficits. Like It's been really amazing and worked with some <laughs> yeah. of the top people anywhere you know some best swimming athletes in the world we've got a couple major league baseball teams we work with we work with some top golfers around the world and, and stuff like that it's it's so so the, the end point is right now we have a free app that you've tried it's mm-hmm. called copy me golf yep and even though it's labeled golf it's not really a, a golf thing right I mean, yeah i put my crossfit videos in there yeah, and, yeah. you know and really it's a, it's free it's completely free there's no charge for anything on there it's a simple tool where you can create, there's, an, there's a content creation tool where you upload either a video that you have, or I could film Joe right here and, and use his video from my phone right there, or say something that uh, you can pull from YouTube. Sure. And it creates this, uh, this content, and you learn from it, and you sit, put in your earbuds, watch it for three to five minutes, and you're off to the races. Yeah, it's super easy. It's, it's actually even... It's it's relaxing. Like I find myself going to like almost a meditative yeah. state as I'm doing it. That's what the audio is. Okay. So the audio is actually working. <laughs> if, you're, yeah. if you're getting like if you're feeling like I'm 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 somewhere else, that that's actually. And let me ask you this: Does it help you focus? Do you think it's gotten your focus better? Oh, absolutely. I, other from areas. the from yeah. oh, like just using the app. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I find that because um, I was I've always been a big visualizer with or without this app. Yeah. Um, like before I go to bed, I visualize you know movements, goals, all kinds of stuff, and I think that my visualization focus has gotten stronger. Yeah. Since absolutely. I've been using it. 
And no, and that's a great point. And uh, something you said is really cool. From being around a lot of great athletes and learning a lot about this, mm-hmm. what you just described, uh, and, I, and I was giving Joe a hard time on on the wall here. His name's on the top of just about every <laughs> every record that that's that's here. Not all of them. It's only about forty percent. I need to get to work. You need to get to work. <laughs> but any great athlete, I've, I've had the good fortune of working with two or three people that I would call true physical geniuses, and these are people who have gold medals and one that has probably ten, uh, and they can beat you at anything. Sure. And, you know, if you're lucky, you meet one of these people in your life. And, yeah. and um, what they do, the part of what you just described, one of the things, the cornerstones of this, you know, sure, they may have some good physical properties, but they're so visually motivated. Right. They kept this kind of, most of us learn verbally, combination of verbal and, and uh, visual. Okay. And their visual learning is so sharp and so effective. Mm-hmm they can just look at something and do it. Right. So in essence, I look at what we're doing from our technology standpoint is giving you the strategy of those geniuses. Sure. Because it's just strategy. So what what you're yeah. doing is genius strategy. So good job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Pat myself on the back. <laughs> for, for sure. No, it's a great strategy. It absolutely. People, everybody would benefit from doing that more. Yeah. So you're giving people this key in order to be able to be like these genius athletes. For real. Um, do you have any statistics as to like how much this helps? Uh, we have gone. Um, there, there's things that anybody that started a company, there's a lot of stupidity involved. Oh, I, I'm right there with yeah, you. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. you know, as you go through, you, you know, I was talking to a friend earlier this week. I didn't say you get smarter. I said you get less dumb. Yes. <laughs> and and uh, we spent all this time, focus showing people the before and after, mm-hmm. rather than saying. This is how much further you hit the ball. Okay. We just show you the difference and thought that would be good enough. And people don't care. They, you know, I, <laughs> but you tell me how well I'm going to do. Sure. And then I care. And we just started. We hired a guy who's a big data scientist okay. over the summer. And we finished probably three or four weeks ago our first test, which was in swimming, because that's where we came from. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, 50 high school kids in Florida. And we had a control group. And it was set up to the best high standards you can get of, of scientific uh, uh, kind of uh, test, test control. protocol, yeah. control. So control group and and uh, an ecos group. Yep. Um, and I'm not going to go through the details, but you can trust us on it. And at the end of it, we had a couple different sections within the 25 and 25 within the control group and within the ecos group. Okay. One of them was just high school swimmers. So they swam three months out of the year, and that's it, right? Mm-hmm. Which is common. You know, a couple million kids do that. Yep. Sure. And the other one is year-round swimmers like what I used to coach or what Ash coaches. Yeah. And they go practice 11 months out of the year. So the, at the end of the, the eight weeks, the year-round swimmers, they did 100 freestyle, which takes somewhere between 45 seconds and a minute, minute 10, depending on how fast, you know, obviously how fast you are. Yeah. But for a decent high school swimmer, it's between 45 seconds and a minute. And then the pure high school swimmers are often between there and 110, one minute 10, one minute 15, with some of them creeping under a minute. Okay. Right? Um, and the boys are a little bit faster than the girls, but you get the idea. Sure. So the the uh, the year-round swimmers at the beginning, the 100 freestyle, um, the control group improved almost a second at the eight weeks, which is about standard. It's really good. The ecos group improved four seconds. Wow. So it's a three-second difference. Yeah. In, in something that takes about... Now, these kids are probably somewhere between 45 and 55 seconds. So three seconds difference is huge. Right, like 75%. Yeah, it's an enormous difference. Yeah. And and uh, but the 
the year-round swimmers who are more novice, if you will, haven't put as much time into it, there was an eight-second difference between the control group and the ecos group, which the difference of it, like what we were talking about before, about things like uh, an outlook on their life as far as if they're an athlete or not. Right. You know, that eight-second difference is enough to where, you know, and this part is anecdotal. You know, the response that the co- they, they would give to the coaches afterwards would say things like, I never thought I was good at this. <laughs> yeah. I just did it, but now yeah. I want to keep doing it. Right. I mean, that's a monumental change of path of someone's life. What you and I get excited yeah. about. Yeah, so interesting because a, a lot of, like, success in any part of your life has to do with um, continuing to grow. Continuing to grow. Right? So if you don't see the results... It's hard to stay motivated, but or you just don't think you're good at it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? People talk about talent so much. You just don't yeah. think you're good at it. So right. why would I keep doing this? Right. These people are so much better than me. Yeah. But if you surprise yourself, yeah, then you're engaged. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. So, uh, and we're we're working to uh, our next test starting very soon um, in in golf, and we've got uh, what's it? top person in golf in the world of kind of testing and stuff like that and also uh, a top neuroscientist at, at one of the California state schools as, as part of that test um, and I'm not going to give what we're measuring because that, they're working through that right now sure okay. whether it's distance or par or, or you know or whatever handicap yeah um, but uh, that one's going to be pretty cool I think awesome awesome the swimming's still kind of out there people don't understand the, the time but even if you're not a golfer you can understand yeah. They hit the ball 30 yards further. That means something. Sure. Yeah. Anybody yeah. can go out and do it really easily. Yeah, and, for real. Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, if someone's listening to this, they should be really intrigued about getting their hands on it and whatnot. Yeah. How often does someone have to use this equipment in order to get results? That's a great question. Um, you know, we're, we're still working through that. That's part of the testing. Okay. And, uh, you know, one of our, our first kind of layer of testing is just to prove its effectiveness mm-hmm. and outcome-based. Second layer is getting into the what really is better. And we have anecdotal experience of working with thousands and thousands of people. Right. And my own experience working with elite athletes. Uh, if you're really interested in getting better, I would do it every day. Sure. You know, that's, that's kind of like anything, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, and, and it is a drain, though. You've experienced it. Mm-hmm. If you do it more than a couple times, you get tired. Oh, yeah. You can feel it on your nervous system. Absolutely. So, you know, we, we usually recommend for, you know, if people are looking to see, to try it out, do it maybe three times a week. You know, and it takes you five to ten minutes. It's not a big deal. Yeah. But if you really are in and you're about performance and getting better or relearning something mm-hmm. post-injury or whatever, okay. uh, do it every day. Right. I hadn't thought about the post-injury part of it. But that's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I could see that because yeah. you feel like you forget some things when you, you do. come back. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, your, your firing pattern of your muscles yep. can often be different. You see that with a lot of NFL players. Sure. They recover, and, and a good friend of mine blew out his knee, and a uh, year and a half of rehab, his one leg was smaller than the other one. Okay. And it comes from the firing pattern being different. Yeah, and I, it's funny. I, I don't know why I hadn't told this story before, but I actually had last year running into the Open, I had uh, – Dropped 315 pounds on my on my quad, and that feels good. Yeah, it didn't feel good at all. I mean, luckily I have enough <laughs> muscle. The, what the bruise look like? Uh, it wasn't too bad actually. Really? I did a really good job of flushing it out immediately. Like oh, wow. I didn't even stop working out. I just knew that I didn't break the bone. So yeah, that's all. That let's keep moving. Yeah. Um, and I got a bunch of great great therapy yeah. uh, on it 
immediately. But I used all of those tactics like to get back into it, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think I had, I was definitely doing a lot of visualization at that time. Um, and I came back and PR'd like two or three months later. No doubt. Yeah. And it, it, like you're suggesting, and you did it, so you know what I'm going to say. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, there have been all kinds of studies that show that focusing on the movement mm-hmm. will yield better results than actually just working out, <laughs> which is crazy to think about. Obviously, the, uh, you know, they, they, one of the famous ones had to do with learning a piano. You get, you, you get uh, uh, beginners, and some of them would practice like a normal piano uh, student would some of them would just watch a video of, of someone's fingers doing the, the song they were trying to learn or scales whatever it was okay and some of them uh, would do both All right and obviously the one that did both was the best okay but after I forget the length of time it was a couple weeks or something uh, the people who just watched visualize someone doing it right yep. actually performed better than the people practicing really yeah. Wow. Uh, if I could find it, I'll send it to you. It's yeah. an amazing study. But the, more and more of those things, even uh, a friend of mine who does, he's actually does a podcast he's in Canada, uh, Jason Glass, is in the golf world, uh, strength training guy, awesome, hilarious guy. He told me about a study, I haven't looked into it, where they were doing the same thing with finger curls. Okay. And the, so we were actually moving you know, with a weight, right? okay. whatever a finger curl really is. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I said it's something they do in Canada. We don't do that here. <laughs> we don't do that here. But... Um, but he said that even the finger curl, the person who was just watching actually lifted more than the person who had been practicing and not visualizing and watching. Really? But visualizing and watching is the most effective, as you know, because yeah. you, you do it. Right, right. And there's a big difference, visualizing and watching and just doing it. Right. It's so interesting. I Fascinating mean, it, stuff. It's this powerful stuff that it feels like we should have known for a long time, but it's like... It you sounds know, too good to be true. Right? We're out there kicking yeah. our butts doing workouts and whatnot <laughs> yeah, when we should be you know, spending more time working with our brain. You know, I was watching... Have you watched Pumping Iron in a long time? <laughs> yep. My girlfriend and I actually watched it... Uh, Isn't that great? A year ago, maybe? It's like, such a great movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there are a couple times in there... I, I don't know why. I watched it again recently and a couple months ago. Yeah. Somewhere Is it still on there, Netflix? I think so. Okay. Yeah, somewhere in there, he... Uh, he was talking about, he was, I think he was talking to another um, bodybuilder. Right. And he was telling them, you have to visualize it while you're doing it. Yep. Yep. It's like, man, he, he knew. Yeah. He knew what he was yep, doing. Yep, absolutely. There was, yeah, I'm not sure if it was the same scene or not. There's one he was talking about, like, you have to be like an artist or a painter and, yeah. and visualize what your, your sculpture or I think it was around the right time, yeah. Yeah. What an amazing guy. I mean, I know he's had, had his troubles. Right. Fascinating person. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen it, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Pumping Iron, uh, it was on Netflix. You should definitely check it out. It's, 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 a, it's an adventure. Yeah. It, you'll, <laughs> you'll be amazed and you'll have some laughs and it will be yeah, interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. And, yeah. you know, as he said, some, some guy from the mountains of Austria, right. you know, becomes the best in the world. And then, of course, becomes a great movie star and mm-hmm. governor of California. Whether you like them or not, you have to respect the, the outcome. Yeah, yeah. And, and the process once and you realize what he was doing, you know, because he yeah. talked about, you know, the whole visualization and how he saw what he was going to become before it even happened. And yeah, when he was still in Austria. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, it's so cool. It's really amazing. Yeah. Um, so this gets a, to a question of mine. 
and I kind of know the answer to it, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Um, do we have to be careful who uh, we're watching? That's a great question. I'm glad you asked. Um, if you want to get better, you do. <laughs> uh, so, you know, in the beginning, we did a lot of experiments, and I started asking questions like, uh, you know, is it better to learn a, a, a man from a man and a woman from a woman? Is it better to learn body type? Like if someone's built just like you, mm-hmm. is it better to learn from them? Is, can a child learn from an adult and vice versa and things like that? Yeah. There are some psychological components to it okay. that I think in my opinion, are lesser. You know, of course, it depends on the person. I, I don't think there's really that much of an issue there other than to get you to start. Um, there are some obvious structural things that you deal with here. Mm-hmm. You know, a woman's squat's going to be slightly different from a man's. There's yeah. nothing you can do about it. Sure. Right? Uh, but kind of outside of that, um, you know, our, our default answer is usually good physics wins. So people who are really great are usually great for a reason, like what I was talking about earlier. Sure. And, and even, you know, you and I could sit here and talk about the best basketball players in history and agree or disagree, but if we go learn from Kobe Bryant or Michael, or Michael Jordan, not Michael Phelps, yeah. Michael Jordan, we're going to get better because they're so much better than we are. They're, right. They're, it's just what they're doing is so much better than we know how to do. Uh-huh. Until we get to a certain point, we're just going to get better. Uh, but going to directly answer the question, if you learn from a model that's not as good as you, you'll get worse. Okay. I mean, and we've done that before, but the good thing is you can just fix something else. Right. And, and uh, make a better choice. Right. And there's so many videos out there these yeah. days I mean, that... you can get anything. Yeah, you, you can, can get anything. You can literally go and find the best people in the world. Yeah, and, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Which is, which is very cool. Very cool, yeah. So I know that a lot of people listening to this, and a lot of people in this gym are trying to get their first muscle up. Hmm. They can't do a muscle up yet. But how does that work where you, you want to accomplish something and you can't actually put yourself through the physical practice of it with the weight and whatnot? Gotcha. Uh, no, it's great. That's a really good question. My older brother probably three or four years ago um, did his first muscle up after going through Ecos, which is kind of <laughs> cool. I just got this random text from him saying, hey, I did my first muscle up. You know, I saw it on, on this app, right? You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, that's great. But so there are some things, you know, whether it's something like that or diving. Okay, yeah. Right? Wow. You can't do diving in slow motion. Right. right? It's just, I mean, gymnastics, you know, there's just, or even just jumping itself. Uh-huh. And kind of what we recommend, and it fits, it's kind of a hybrid of what you naturally do or what you've been doing for a long time, mm-hmm. is do part of the movement. Okay. Whatever you can do, like for jumping, if I would, you know, a vertical leap, mm-hmm. um, when we do that, we, or even like a basketball shot, like a jump shot, yep. you, know, you go through the motion in slow motion right. to the point of takeoff. Okay. If, you know, if you can yep. kind of visualize that, yep. to the point of takeoff. So even in that jump shot, you, you might never leave the ground, but you're going to go through, get the timing right and go through the uh, full extension. You might, probably don't have the ball. Okay. But uh, so it's, Doing as much of the movement, yeah. even if it's the initiation and some part of the timing, okay. seems to be maybe not ideally effective, but sure. haven't really noticed a difference in outcome, Right. Okay. if that makes sense. And my story with, with using ICOS is that I used it predominantly when I first started to improve my muscle up. Hmm. 
And when, the way that I was using it is I, would, I picked a, a great model, and I actually did two different angles of, mm-hmm. of viewing. And then That's I, a great strategy. Oh, thank, thank yeah. you. <laughs> no, it is. Yeah. Um, and then I would go through actually one leg at a time with the swing. I'd do my right leg, then I'd do my left leg, mm. because you obviously can't take your legs off the ground. But yeah. that's a big part of what I was deficient at. Um, and then the I would, timing and the way the flow, right? Yeah, like yeah. the way that the foot led and then the hip followed and then the chest came up and then I went over the top. And I went from, I think I had a three rep PR on my muscle ups after doing that. And that may not sound like a lot for someone that's like just getting started, yeah. but I was hitting like I, my previous PR was 12 muscle ups. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty good. Not yeah. too bad. And I went from 12 to 15, which I'd been working on for years. Yeah. So to have that happen in a couple of months is, that's pretty good. Is great. Yeah. You know? No, that's really good. And I, I think, uh, um, uh, I mean that one. That's indicative of stuff we hear about, but but that that kind of subtlety of understanding mm-hmm. is really what's missing from when you stop improving, right? And and that subtlety is what makes the you know, difference between good and great. Sure. Right. One other strategy that seems to be that you kind of did on your own. I don't know if you did from an editing standpoint, but let's say if you had the full muscle up, okay, regardless of the angle. You know, if you have two different angles, mm-hmm. and you know that. Um, maybe one part of it is your weak part. Yeah. So you can just crop the video down using any tool. We don't have this inside the app. We'll have it in our next one. But using any tool like you know iMovie or something, you know, just blow it up. Yeah. And edit it from the same video, just a more focused area. Okay. Put that in, and then your brain has less things to pay attention to. Interesting. So it just really focuses you in on one area. I, I call it Frankensteining. <laughs> That's a that's an official term. Okay. So like in, even in, like in swimming or golf or something like that, uh, you know, say with golf, you may have you know, the, the first movement from the tee, right, mm-hmm. and then just the whole backswing to the transition, and then maybe the the swing and follow through, it, or you could just zoom in on what the hips do. Yeah. You know, whatever you're pro, or even if you're figuring it out on your own. Yep. People are smart enough. You know, you can figure out. Okay, the, there, there's something here that I'm missing. Mm-hmm. And if you hit that area, your brain picks it up really well. That's really cool. I hadn't thought about that. Try it. But yeah, I'm definitely going Try to. Try it, seriously. Because as you get more and more advanced, you can really pick out like, oh, I'm bad at this part of it. You know, you can just, yeah. you watch enough video of yourself. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll push it even more so that it can be even more fun, is even with the best swimmers in the world, Yeah. Um, you know, one of the world record holders we had we we built her strokes of pieces of different world class athletes. Really? So like in that strategy of focusing in an area, we get kind of the initial arm pull from one athlete, mm-hmm. the kick from another athlete, kind of the midsection view of another athlete. So we literally Frankensteined wow. these pieces. So you could do the same thing with a muscle up, with a golf swing, oh, yeah. whatever. I mean there there takes a little bit of vision of what you're trying to create sure. and what good is. Yeah. Uh, or what your deficiency is, but it's it's pretty cool, and your body figures it out. It ties it together. So when you did that, did you just have that particular piece that you mm-hmm. were using over and over? You didn't, like, splice together a video? No, that... I mean, you could do that, but, yeah. but we didn't go through that effort. Sure. Yeah. Interesting. Try and, it out. Yeah, I'm definitely going to. Yeah, try it out, seriously. This is great. I'm learning these new tips now. Yeah, there I'm you go. Come and supercharge my training. <laughs> That's it. Should have done this when I first started. Shoot. There you go. <laughs> um, uh, so I've noticed too that when I'm using 
using the product and visualizing is that um, I can almost, I feel different like the next time that I do the movement. So if I'm doing muscle up practice and I'm using the Ecos product and I'm, you know, visualizing it, then I get up on the rings. There's something different about my movement right away. Right away. Yeah. So essentially what happens, and I may have said this, you have 30 perfect practices on your nervous system. Yeah. And I'm not just making that up. We actually have a PhD case study okay. showing the firing pattern of muscles in a basketball shot before and after, and it's different. Right? Okay. And I'm not a, I'll, I'll, I'm going to be the first one to say I'm not a scientist. You know, I, I, I come at this from a practical standpoint, but you know, this is what the scientists tell me, and sure. I probably said it wrong, but you get the idea. <laughs> yeah. the, the intention of it is correct. Um, but so you, you've just done it. You know, 30 times. So when you go to do it, one, the pattern is fresh. Okay. Right? And it's, it's rewired. And even as an example of, like, Michael Phelps, he's used our stuff for a while. Mm-hmm. When we first worked with him, you know, people, I always ask the question when I give talks on this, who, who would Michael Phelps learn from? Sure, yeah. Well, he learns from Michael Phelps. Okay. Right? He, we, we took his 2008 eight gold medal quality strokes uh-huh. and just gave them to him you know how like how a golfer or a baseball player loses their swing yep we gave him a stroke right he was already <laughs> good enough right yeah and so let's refresh it and we all have those kind of perfect moments right yeah where man i knew how to do it mm-hmm. and it's just a little bit off yeah so if you have that the of yourself right too there's a big value there but it feels like what you're talking about yeah that's that's really cool and yeah, yeah and Anybody who's been through sport at a high level can, can you say, know what it feels like. Yeah, you know when you're in the zone versus not yeah. in the zone, and things yeah. are just firing. And it's effortless. It's essentially. effortless. And it just it feels good. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, no, very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Well, uh, Sean, where do you see <clears throat> Icos going? Like, is there more evolution to it? Um, I love the. This is a great question. This is my fun <laughs> question. This is what I get to do every day. Uh, a lot of hard stuff, but a lot of good stuff too. We're actually, in a, in a few weeks, uh, we're launching just what we call an Ecos platform. It's a channel platform. Okay. And it's like an app store inside the app store. Okay. So when you go in the new Ecos app, you'll be able to go into baseball or softball or running or swimming or anything, mm-hmm. right? Hit that icon, and you go inside there, and experts will have channels. Nice. So like in swimming, we've got American Swim Coach Association. We've got... A bunch of the top coaches we've got some athletes things like that and you go inside there and they have curriculum that they've created you know like you know, fix your slice in two weeks sure something like that yeah. uh, curriculum that they've created that's probably four or five steps where they'll talk about what you're going to learn okay. what you should focus on in that video you'll see a video that they picked that you're going to learn from you know what we've been talking about yeah and then when you see it 30 times they'll actually pop up again and you'll see them explain okay go now go practice and do this and uh, we'll have an opportunity to uh, if they activate this upload a video for them to review mm-hmm. uh, and so on and later we'll end up uh, I'll come back to that in a second but so it basically leads you through the process of a, a what we feel is on at the low level a modern DVD okay because nobody ha- does those anymore or <laughs> yeah. buys them right yeah but it's the first and I'm biased but the first meaningful uh, remote learning that's that's ever really been so we're tying experts with people like if i was still coaching swimming every day mm-hmm. you couldn't have me as a coach like you just can't right. get to me yeah. right sure even if we know each other i probably just either i don't have time yeah i don't you know i say no to everybody or i would say it's a thousand dollars for an hour yeah right you know which 
most people, you know, maybe not a thousand, but like five hundred, just as a deterrent. Right? Yeah, yeah. But you, you just can't get to experts. It's hard to do. Absolutely. And even people who, like golf pros, you know, one they're expensive, but two they only have a certain amount of time. You have to go find them. You have to fit their schedule with your schedule and all that other stuff. So part of this whole goal, and I've always had this vision. You asked me about vision a while ago. Yeah. Is you know I imagined, you know, like a a, a basketball player in North Dakota or Malaysia or something mm -hmm. who may have as much drive as, as Michael Jordan did but never have the ability to run into a great coach. Yeah. And you and I both know that's a killer. Yeah, absolutely. That's a killer. That's an end point. Yep. Some people get lucky, but most of them don't make it without a great coach. Nope. At some point along the line. Yeah. Right? And so we're looking to, you know, in, in one way to really uh, connect the dots to where people can learn from the best experts in the world. And and make it to where, you know, it's a platform, so the, the expert actually benefits financially. You know, you pay X, X for the channel. Sure. We get a tiny sliver, and the expert makes most of the, the revenue off of it, and they promote it to their network and, and all kinds of stuff, and, uh, which we're really excited about. We've already got 40 or, I think, 45 high-level experts that we're onboarding right now and getting through the process, like some of the best people out there. Yeah. Uh, really cool stuff, and... and but down the road, we'll do things like plug in, uh, you know, wearable data and stuff like that to so be able cool. to kind of show performance improvements and tie all these these data points together from the movement itself to how well, how more, much more efficient you are. Right. So you can measure. Yeah. Yeah. That exciting is stuff, so right? cool. Yeah. Exciting stuff. I mean, to just to to like reemphasize the point that you need a coach. I mean, everybody, you if you want to get For better sure. at something, you need a coach. You need a coach. Um, you know, I don't really have anything else to say 100%. about that. 100%. You, you need absolutely a, need a coach. You need a coach. You need somebody looking at you. You need somebody yep. to adjust for you. Yep. 100%. Yep. And then the uh, accessibility of that, it just sounds so cool. Yep. So cool. And will there be ability for, like, uh, let's say, if I wanted to have a channel, would for I be sure. able to do that? So after... Uh, I mean, you would because we like you. <laughs> but after the first uh, three or four months, we're just running through the process of kind of creating an onboarding. Actually, we're going to open it up like YouTube or something okay. where you can create your own channel through a web-based portal. Very cool. goes to us for approval, yeah. and then it's up to you. You could have a million people in your thing, or you could have 10. Nice. You know, it's, it's, uh, you know we're just basically – I mean, the, the goal is to allow people to expand their uh, coaching expertise. Yeah into a different platform um, through networks that they already have or they can promote. That's super cool. And I think about that and I'm like, yeah, that'd be cool. I can, I can have you know, my network on there. And then I'm thinking about, wow, you know, maybe Rich Fronin or like Ben Smith or someone that I want to learn from. If I yeah, can you can go learn from get them. them on there. Well, yeah. And, and I mean, even like the fans of yours on here sure. who maybe they've never even met you could go to your channel and go, hey, wow, you know, I can learn from Joe. And yep. I love listening to him. Yep. And... and we know, again, you know, you've got a bunch of coaches in here and people you've worked with in different areas. It isn't always just quality of information. Some of it is just they like the way you say it. Absolutely. Or yeah. they like the way I say it. Yeah. It resonates and stuff like that. So there's yep. a lot of value across multiple areas. And, and even you know, when, when we did some of the early swimming coaches in doing this, I'm sitting there listening to two guys who are two of the best co swimming coaches in the world been good friends of mine for over 15 years and I'm watching them get their channel created and I'm learning a ton. 
Yeah. Like, Holy crap, why didn't you guys tell me this stuff? I would have been better at my job. Like, I was learning so much. It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. So, I mean, I, I'm really excited about the depth of knowledge that's going to come out into this thing. Oh, man, it sounds so cool. It's going to be great. So It's cool. going to be great. So, Sean, I've had so much fun doing this. Yeah, and this, no, is, this is awesome. We're going to have to, like, do this Follow again up. sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, for sure. But, uh, Tell people how they can find the product, how they can get in touch with you or yep. whatever that means. So our website, uh, ecos.com, I-K-K-O-S.com. You can go on there and there's a, uh, you know, the, the VR device is on there on the shop page. Um, and uh, hopefully by the time this is out, we'll have a redo, but it's about to be redone, the whole, the whole web page. But free app that's out there, Copy Me Golf. It actually won a Golf Digest Award last year. Oh, cool. Or actually 2016, so still this year. Yeah. Uh, and it's free and you can just play around with it and it's not the best tool in the world but it definitely allows you to do what you need to do to introduce you to the ECOS process Yep. in early uh, 2017 the ECOS platform which will just be called ECOS okay. in the app stores um, and you can find those from the website as well Sure. those apps it'll be out and, and uh, you know we'll continue to grow with great channels like hopefully yours yeah and I'll have links for all this set up in the, the show notes guys and uh Man, Sean, this has been so cool. Awesome. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's yeah, been man. great. Thanks a lot. All right, thanks a lot. All right, that was the interview with Sean from Ecos. And make sure if you want to check out Ecos, you go to ikkos.com. And remember, you can get the show notes for this episode at allaroundjoe.com slash 66. And remember, you can download the Copy Me Golf app right now if you want to get started on this. That's what I use every day in the gym. It's free and pretty easy to use. You just have to find some videos of people that you want to copy. I usually grab those from YouTube, and it's super pretty much straightforward. So if you have any questions, you can always email me or get in touch with Sean, but you can email me at joe.allaroundjoe.com, and I'll be happy to help you out. The All Around Joe Podcast, where we believe that personal fitness is the key to living a healthy, happy, and productive life. I will see you on the next podcast.